Greetings, this is Pastor Stan Harvey of the Pentecostals of Sydney. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. It is our hope that this message, whether it be a Sunday service or a midweek lesson, would be a blessing and a help to you in your spiritual journey. Stay connected with us on our website, posydney.com, or on our numerous social media platforms. Now to the service. Thank you, Sister Stephanie. What a tremendous word from the Lord and from Sister Betty. What a blessing it is to have godly mothers. And I know I'm not a mother today, but I'm going to share a little something to you uh, before I ask the musicians to come back. And I promise I won't keep you uh, from having dinner past 5 o'clock today. But I just want to say, I'm kidding, I'm going to be quick. I just want to take this opportunity to say uh, happy Mother's Day to our first lady, to my wife. She is, uh, as Sister Stephanie said, all of those characteristics, a tremendous mother to Kiana and, and Joaquin and also our niece, Ruthie, and uh, she's just been tremendous. She's got all of these qualities. She's a great cook. She dresses well. She's beautiful, uh, but more than anything, she's got great taste in... It's a joke. I'm also thankful for my own mother who's in our church now every Mother's Day. Usually she's in in their own church uh, for many, many years, and and I'm so glad that she's here. I love you, Mom, and she's a tremendous mother. She might be uh, smiley and diminutive, but growing up, you know, she had a, a great backhand. She played tennis, not just in the court, in the house too, but. And now one thing I could say about my mother is I've known her all of my life, and uh, she's a blessing. I I think the natural state of motherhood can be described in one word, unselfishness. I I think mothers uh, would do anything for their children, and and they exemplify this idea of unselfishness. We, we saw the video a little earlier about stuff the mothers wouldn't say. I, I think that mother was one of the coolest mothers I've ever seen on that video. But, um, you know, there's such a thing as a mother's dictionary. A mother's dictionary that I think you can buy it on Amazon from what I heard. And in a mother's dictionary, the meaning of words are somewhat different. Uh, for example, the word feedback In the Mother's Dictionary, feedback is the inevitable result when your baby doesn't appreciate mashed-up carrots. They give you feedback. Or full name. Full name is what you call your child when you're mad at them. You, You call the entire name, first, middle, last name. Or the word puddle. Puddle is a small body of water that draws other small bodies wearing dry shoes into it. It's a puddle. Or show off. Show off is a child who is more talented than yours. They're they're a show off. Or the word sterilize. I think they've given the word sterilize a new meaning. It's what you do to your first baby's pacifier uh, by boiling it. And what you do to your last baby's pacifier by simply blowing on it. (laughs) 
The words of a mother is also profound. And I, I think today that a mother is, has power, the power of a mother's influence. And the Bible talks about it, our God being like a mother, like Sister Latai already shared that in Isaiah, that the Lord, like a mother, so the Lord. Uh, we also read in Scripture where the Bible talks about Jesus said that I would gather you unto myself as a hen, as a mother chicken gathers her chicks. And then in the book of Exodus, we read the story of, we read about how the Bible says, as an eagle flutters her wings uh, upon her young. And so the Bible says, so the Lord blows the wind upon his children. Amen. Uh, just like these little baby eaglets in the, in the eagle's nest that would reside. The eagle's nest would be found right at the highest place in the highest mountain. And it, the, the nest would be so large and so formidable. And that's where she would lay her eggs, the mother eagle, and then hatch their eggs. And, and the, the, she would come every day. She would go out hunting for food and bring back the food to her little chicks to feed food right into their mouth. And then suddenly one day, all of a sudden, something begins to change. The mother eagle comes back to that nest, and she begins to flutter over that nest. She begins to flap her wings. She begins to start picking out all the, all the lining that's in that nest, all the soft lining to make it comfortable for the little baby eaglets, and she would start ripping it up. And, and I, you know, she would just sort of gone haywire. And, and it's a little bit like I can imagine what those, those little eaglets would be experiencing, a little bit like what we experience sometimes as adults, Sister Betty talked about, you know, uh, the discipline. As we grow up, our parents are very caring and loving and show us a lot of nurturing and love. And it's like everything is just softened with down pillow. And then as you get out of toddlerhood, you get into adolescence. And, and all of a sudden, that caring mother eagle comes back one day, starts fluttering her wings over the nest, starts throwing things around the house, starts kicking you out and said, get up out of your bed, make your bed, start folding those clothes, get, get yourself uh, into gear, and, and all of a sudden we think that that mother has gone crazy. And the Bible says that that's what God does for us. Amen. That even though he's caring like an eagle, but there's going to come a point in time in our life like the mother eagle where God will bring the wind and he'll begin to flap his wings because he doesn't want us to remain uncomfortable or too comfortable rather. He doesn't want us to stay in the same place, but something will begin to stir in our lives for God to lead us because if those baby eaglets never get out of the nest, they'll never learn to fly. If they never get out of that place, they'll never learn to stretch their wings, spread their wings, and be able to do what God had designed them to do. I've come to give you a word today that your God is like a mother eagle, amen, that he'll allow uncomfortable circumstance. He'll begin to flutter his wings to make life a little bit more uncomfortable for you. Why? Because you were designed to spread your wings. You were designed to soar with wings as eagles oh bless the Lord amen God is like a mother that's why it's good for us to honor our mothers today because the Bible tells us so the same is with our God 
Amen. We know that we, we address God as a, as a he. Of course, he's our heavenly father. But he's like a mother that he will begin to stir us and begin to awaken something in us. Amen. Because he doesn't want us to remain where we are. He wants us to fulfill our God-given potential and to be everything that God had created us to be. I don't know who this message is for today, but even on this Mother's Day, maybe you've had a rough upbringing. Maybe life has been tough for you. But let me remind Remind you that God has a plan for your life. He wants to bless you. Come on, somebody. He said he has ordered the steps of a good man. He has ordered your steps. I don't know what your today looks like, but I know in the hands of God, you've got a tomorrow that's brighter than anything you've ever experienced. Oh, you've heard from these mothers already. Give your life to Jesus. Walk in his ways. Follow him. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I'm not going to be too much longer, but <laughs> you're getting me excited now. The power of a mother's influence can never be overstated. The power of a mother's words are very powerful. We've heard that today. And I, I remember the story that the very first miracle that Jesus performed. You remember that? It, it wasn't anything so majestic and it's so grand or healing, but it was simply at a wedding, the Bible says in the book of John. That he was, he, Jesus and his disciples were invited to a wedding. And, and, any, and any wedding, what would be disastrous is if you ran out of food and water, food and drink. And in this case, in this particular instance, the wedding had run out of wine. And, and so, but Jesus and his disciples were there. And here is the mother of Jesus, Mary. And she says to him, uh, we, we've run out of wine. They've run out of wine the wedding. In other words, you need to do something about this. <laughs> and you know what Jesus said to her? He said, woman, now, I, I want to advise you, any of your kids, never address your mother as woman. <laughs> if I said that to my mother when I was young, she said, what did you say? My mother was a ninja with her stiletto shoes. If I was out of line, no matter where she was in the house, she would grab her shoe and the stiletto shaped like a boomerang. And no matter where she was, she would throw that thing. And if she missed, the boomerang was me. Go get my shoe. I didn't throw your shoe. Go get my shoe. So being a good boy, I grabbed that shoe and thinking, oh, here you go. She grabbed it off me and then started smacking me with it. If that was now, you'd be in jail. Mom. I'm just... But that's what Jesus said to Mary. He said, woman, what have I to do with you? You know, my time is not yet. And you know what she did like any good mother? Oh, just ignore him. Don't worry. Listen, she talked to the servants. You know what she said to the servants? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. This is the advice of the words of a mother. You see, she understood who Jesus was. 
She knew exactly who he was. You remember, come on, that the angel came to her, told her that what would be conceived in her was going to be of the Holy Spirit. This was an amazing, that's why she is such an amazing woman because God, when he impregnated her, overshadowed her womb and what was conceived and birthed in her was none other than God himself, the Son of God, the Messiah, that's why she understood who he was. And she said, whatever he tells you to do, go and do it. And somehow that compelled Jesus to do a miracle and turn that water into wine. Listen to me. When you can have a revelation, when you can have an understanding of who God is in your life, whatever he tells you to do, you ought to give heed. You ought to pay attention. You ought to do everything in your power to do what he come on we heard it from sister stephanie you don't have to listen to them on social media tiktok snapchat instagram whatever it is you don't have to listen to the voices but if there's one voice that you've got to hear listen to the words of this mother who said whatever god tells you to do do it Hallelujah. Why? Why should I do what Jesus tells me to do? I'll tell you why. Because Jesus is the Alpha. He's the Omega. He's the first. He's the last. He's the beginning. He's the end. And everything in between. He is the Almighty. He's the Everlasting Father. He's the Prince of Peace. Oh, hallelujah. And when you know him, you want to listen to him and do what he tells you to do. Hallelujah. I've got to stop. Oh, I know. We got Mother's Day line. Musicians come. Let's give them hope. You got a Mother's Day lunch. Mother's Day lunch is like crazy trying to find a place to eat. It's like we're having macros. KFC. I was talking to, a, I was talking to another, another minister from another organization. We play tennis together and he was telling me, can you tell me what, what, what does the Bible mean? What is it, what's the Bible saying when it says, when Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments? I said, well, well, obviously, when he was talking to the Jews, and this is me trying to answer, and I wasn't really sure, the, the Jewish religion taught that in order for you to go to heaven and be saved, you've got to obey the law. And if you... Obey the law, you can be saved. If you don't obey the law, nobody was able to obey the law completely. Then, then there had to be death. If you sin one time, there has to be death. And so the Jews, every year from Passover, they would, on Easter, they would sacrifice a lot, a lot of animals. It was a very bloody time. And I'm saying that to talk about the amount of blood that was shed. Because they had to sacrifice sheep for a whole nation, lots of them. And so that would cover them because they would never fulfill the command. But they, they, the Jews were under this burden, this burden to, to continue to obey the law, obey the word so that I can go to heaven and not to end up in hell. But what Jesus was trying to say is when he came to bring salvation, he says, you can never save yourself, but I'm going to the cross to shed my blood as the Lamb of God. 
as God's sacrifice that he provided, not an animal, which is lower than human beings, but somebody who was a human being, a man. And as a man, he gave his life on the cross so that we might have salvation. And so when Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commandments, it's not because we are obeying because we want to be saved. You see, when you come to Christ, when you repent of your sins, avail yourself of, of being baptized in his name to wash away your sins, calling upon the name of Jesus. There's a burial that takes place. Your sins are buried. And then the Bible says he gives to us this wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit for whosoever will. And so now we are saved, not because of what we did, but because of what he did. And because of what he did, because of his love towards us, now we want to obey the commandments, not to be saved. I'm already saved. I've already been redeemed. But now I'm going to obey his commandments because for this, this cause called love. Because I love him. And I think that's where the power of, of a mother's influence is. Yes, the fathers, we can be disciplined, and we, we love our kids. We would, we would do anything for our children. We would take a bullet for them. But somehow mothers have a way of being able to convey this love so much more naturally, so much more easily. And, and you know, in fact, there are some fathers here who raise your children by yourself without a mother's presence. You've kind of had to be a mother and a father. And you did your very best, of course, but nobody can take the place of a mother except for a mother. And I want you to understand something here today. When you come to know who Jesus is and his incredible love for you and I, then I want to urge somebody here today to do what he tells you to do. He's been speaking to you already in the quiet hours of the night when you're by yourself. That voice inside of you that told you, man, I, maybe I, I need to go to church today. Not just because somebody invited you in a Mother's Day service, but there's something in you to say, I'm looking for something more. There's got to be more to life than this. Can I tell you, that's the words of a mother. Say, come on, son. You know, no matter how far away you go, you know that you are always welcome to your mother's house. No matter how far away you drift, there's always a place for you at your mother's kitchen table. Mother's house, she'll still have that, that ugly painting that you did when you were four years old. It's on the fridge. She'll, she'll advertise it to the whole world. Look at my son. Isn't he like a Picasso? He's... You're always accepted to mother's house. And let me tell you, it's the same with your God. There's always a place for you in his house, at his table, in his arms. He loves you with an everlasting love. Oh, as a mother, so the Lord. Hallelujah. Would you stand to your feet? Thank you, Sister Stephanie, Sister Betty, for that tremendous word. The messages earlier in that 915 service. Hallelujah. I think he, that's why God gave the commandment 
to honor your mother and father. He didn't say love your mother and father. He said honor them because sometimes love is just a feeling. But when you honor somebody, it's a, it's a verb, it's a doing. When you love, I said, oh, I love her, but I don't want to do anything. But when you, you honor them, that means you've got to do something. And he says, because if you do, there's a blessing attached with it. He said, it will go well with you, and, and you will have a long life on this earth. It's going to be well with you, and you're going to have a long life. But I think more than that, God commands us to honor him, to honor our mothers and fathers, because when we do, we're honoring God. Because as a mother, so the Lord. Hallelujah. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to invite you to come to this altar and experience again a fresh touch of the Father's love. It's just like a mother. Father, in Jesus' name, as we come before you here today, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for the word of God that we have heard from your handmaidens today. Lord God, I, I pray, Lord, as we open our hearts to you, Lord Jesus, that we would come to you. That, Lord, as we listen to the words of Mary, the earthly mother of the Son of God, that, Lord Jesus, you told, she told them to whatever he said to do it. And, Lord, we are here with the same obedience. In order for us to see the supernatural and the miraculous take place in our lives, we are willing to obey. We are willing to do what you've called us to do. We're willing to hear your voice, to follow you, whatever the cost, whatever it is. You are our Savior, our Lord, our King. And today we give our lives over to you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want to open up this altar right now and invite you out of your seats. The miracle came of changing the water to wine when they obeyed Jesus' instruction. If you hear his voice today, why don't you obey? Why don't you open your heart right now? Hallelujah. We're going to pray for our mothers after this, but right now it's for all of us that are here. Why don't you come? If you're not repentant of your sins, about before the Lord. Today is your opportunity right now. Hallelujah. Perhaps it's been a hard, hard time. Today is a difficult day, maybe. As Sister Robin said, you don't have a good relationship with mom. Maybe didn't have one or she's not here. Today, let the Spirit of the Lord refresh you again. Touch your life, touch your heart. If you need the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've never received this gift, today you can receive this promise. Ministers and leaders, ministers' wives, leaders' wives, please come and pray for those that are here today. Hallelujah. Let's reach out to him. Oh, when you step out in faith, he hears the faith of a mother that would not stop from praying for their child, that would never stop from opening their home to their child. Hallelujah. This altar is open. Let's talk to the Lord all over this house.